Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is ESPN Radio. Practice, Freddie. Male practice. <laughs> the 76ers have committed male practice, Mr. Todd Boyles. But if I'm looking at Todd Boyles, and I think uh-huh. Todd Boyles, balls, I said Boyles? Yeah. Uh, whatever. I, I said reputable today, and it's reputable. Well, it happens. Things are boiling. Male practice. Well, things are boiling. It's boiling for Todd Boyles. There it is. <laughs> We're educated here. He's Jay Boyles and Freddie Coleman together this morning, presented by Progressive Insurance. On ESPN Radio. Why did they zoom in on my face when I sell male practice like that, though? They zoomed in. They really did. They they did you dirty. All of They really did. Yeah. The TV people really did you dirty. There's so many people to blame when it comes to that, by the way. It's all the setup. So I I go back in the control room during the breaks, and I hear Jerry, you know, who's one of our producers, like, yeah, let's go to all the sound bites of Jay just botching words. I'm like, hello, I'm here. And didn't you get him a nice Christmas present? Yeah, I tried to, you know. Look, look at Pat made the face. Apparently not Pat. I mean, I wasn't here. For, I mean, I, was, I, I feel was that a couple decent. of times around Christmas, but Pat's like, hey, I don't know about that. But Jay giving him a good Christmas present. <laughs> could have. I mean, it could have been better. Ow! <laughs> How? See, Pat, stop starting I think trouble. You did give Pat. Jerry? Did you give Jerry a Christmas present? No, let's put it oh, all out there. Oh, I'm sorry. Jerry. Uh, Jerry's telling us that you didn't give him one. Oh, my bad. Uh-oh. This year? Yeah, have I said too much? Well, Jerry's been in TV. Wait, wait. Have what? I gone too my far? My checking account on my banking account, what yeah. had happened was. Yeah. <laughs> what happened was. Scrooge Williams. <laughs> Scrooge. I get. I, I can't. Well, I'm not. Not to me. Not. not to <laughs> Pat's like, I got my Christmas present. Not me. Present. Alan Yates is saying nothing right now. I was like, <laughs> I'm really Hey, look, man. Look. I don't, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, Jerry. Jerry, like, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry, Jerry. I owe you. You feel like Eddie Murphy and like the Nutty Professor? I'm sorry. I didn't get your Christmas present. My car was late. Santa come down the chimney. I ran out of the fresh drawers. It's not my fault. But these are my guys. This is my crew. I mean, No doubt. Yeah, Absolutely. this is our squad. This is our... I mean, not that much, clearly. You don't even like Jerry. That's not... Man, Pat. You Pat. Look, I'm still just knocking Pat. the ego down. I'm Pat still Costello, you are on one today. Pat is Scrooge. What's going on with you today? You are on one today, man. I don't know. I just got to bring you back down. Yeah, but... Who? I'm leaving. Who's coming with me? Me. <laughs> you got ass twice, man. You guys oh, feel like you, you guys took me right to, back to Jerry Maguire when he leaves. He had like the like the fish in the bag as he's leaving. Show me the that's, money. That's, Show that's, me that's, the money. You maybe took me right back to Jerry Maguire. You and Flipper flipping out here with you and Alan Gates together. <laughs> Speaking of trying to be out of there, so that Jonathan comes Taylor. exactly. Jonathan yeah, Taylor, back to Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, Show tra- me the money. Yeah, please. he's trying to take his goldfish and leave because the Indianapolis Colts told him that, hey, if you want to work out a trade, you can do it and let us know exactly what potential team could be your destination. But Peter King from Football Morning in America, when he was here about thirty minutes ago with me and Jay Williams and ESPN Radio, he says, "Hey, that's maybe not as likely as you think with Taylor going somewhere else." My gut feeling is the Colts will probably wait until this dies down in a couple of weeks 
and give Jonathan Taylor his chance to go out there and see. Look, I'm not saying it's going to be exactly like Lamar Jackson, but Lamar Jackson had months to try to go get an offer, and he couldn't get one because there wasn't an offer to be had out there. Mm. With running backs, it's a whole different game, and that's why I think at the end of the day, just my gut feeling, and I have to tell you, no inside information on this, but I just think he'll end up back with the Colts and they'll do something to sweeten the contract. I mean, look, that 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 was my first initial gut reaction. Okay. Very similar to Peter. Right. Was that, okay, let's see. Like, I, I can say things, and just because I say things doesn't mean that I have to follow through on that. An option is, let's open the door. You want to get out of here? You want to get at least $12 million a year, right? Similar to what they did with Austin Egler. Okay, fine. Go ahead. Experience it. Let's see who's going to trade. I mean, it's almost exactly the same as Austin Eckler. Exactly. Right? Yep. Okay. Like, yep. Let's go out. Let's see who's going to give me trade conversation. Oh, look, nobody wants to offer what we think your value is. But, by the way, we don't think your value is $12 million a year. Mm-hmm. Here's what your value is. We're not getting any return on the trade market. Take this or don't take anything at all. It's collusion. Yes. One million percent. 100%. I have you trapped. I have you cornered. And even if somebody were to say, I'll give you – Two twos and a three, that's not what I, I want more. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's mm-hmm. a moving target. So as I see what the market dictates, I can bump up what that ask is by more and say, okay, well, we can get more. Oh, well, you know what? We didn't get the value in return in the trade market. Sorry, it's not going to work. I keep telling people, and You're based, yeah, based on what you just said, that is the toughest union in this country, the NFL owners. When they band together – you have no chance of getting what you want unless you play a premium position like a quarterback, and they will come to you. I go back to when they had the whole deal when all those NBA players were getting all those salaries. Remember Nick Johnson got that big contract, mm-hmm. all that? NFL owners saw that and said, we are not going to let that happen to us. They made it a point to band together and say, we are never going to let this be a player's league. I don't care what position you play. And I'm not trying to minimize those kind of big contracts that Justin Herbert got, that Patrick Mahomes got, Lamar Jackson. Quarterbacks are outliers. But they let it be known, you'll get that kind of money, but on our terms. You're not going to dictate anything. They have literally told a position. They, they keep telling us, if you can't run the football effectively to help your quarterback and help your defense, can't if win. you can't stop the run to help your defense, then you're not going to win. Yet the same guys that they need, to win championships, oh, go ahead and make a deal because we know nobody's going to return your call. Jonathan Taylor slated to earn $4.3 million and counting $5.1 against the salary cap comes to $5.1 million. 30 NFL teams have more than $5.1 million in cap space. You would think a guy like that, you would want to say, we, we can make the kind of deal for them. The Colts and the NFL know nobody's going to play ball Jonathan Taylor. If you're another team, are you giving up a one for him? No, I, I would. I would never give up a giving one for a running back. Giving up a one, okay. But I would give up a two. I would give up a, a, a two or Knowing a three. Knowing that you're going to pay him it. at least twelve million dollars a year. He to me, he's worth it because you know it's going to happen. We know it's going to be said if a team does not have a running game, help their quarterback. Man, we get we got to have a running. So game. I know we, we got keep, a running back. I I, I know you went. You know, we may mention in Chicago, um, another team that obviously off the Delvin Delvin Cook with the Jets, yeah. the Miami Dolphins. As, 13, 13.8 million. Yeah, and I, I know that you said before it's going to be running back by committee mm-hmm. with them, but having a dynamic back like that with Tua relieves a lot of pressure yeah. 
on Tua, who has that injury history, who's been doing all this ninjutsu work, you know, <laughs> to learn how to fall properly. But it, yeah. look, whatever you can do to relieve pressure on your QB for a guy sure. like him, yeah. he needs that the most. No doubt. And you look at the teams that have the most salary cap space. The Bengals, $20.1 million. The Lions, $20 million. Cowboys, $19.4 million. Bears, $18.7 million. You mentioned the Dolphins, close to $14 million at 13.8. Eagles at 13.7. Vikings at 12.8. They ain't doing that. They, they didn't pay Dalvin Cook. They're not paying Jonathan Taylor. Ravens at $8.9 million. Bills at $6.2 million. If you're a team that looks at – you look at that list I just gave you. Jonathan Taylor fits everything you do. Any offense that I just mentioned right now, you can't tell me that guy does not fit to help out Joe Burrow in Cincinnati or Jared Goff with the Lions, or Dak Prescott, the Dallas Cowboys. But the one thing that doesn't fit is the running back salary cap structure in the National Football League because they're not going to pay him. Now, I'm sitting here watching the Bills. When you talk about notable teams of space to incorporate him today, include the Bills, $6.2 million. I wonder when the Bills will be all in for a back like that. Right? We've really been asking question. that question for a while now with the Bills, and it seems like they just they do it more by committee, mm-hmm. smaller backs. That's just what, the way they operate. That's a really good question because in the world of Patrick Mahomes, you need somebody else that can help you. Now, they have James Cook and Damian Harris. Yeah. So they have – and Latavius Murray. Latavius they get Murray. Him. So sure. they got guys, but sometimes you just need a dude. That's what I'm saying. To help out the dude you have a quarterback or Stephon Diggs, a wide receiver, and Gabe Davis, a wide receiver, and Dawson Knox had tied in. I love the draft choice of Dalton Kincaid out of Utah. Your, your best running back can't be your quarterback. And that's, to me, the problem with the Buffalo Bills is that Josh Allen's their best quarterback and their best running back. And that can be good for 17 games. But those hits are going to accumulate, especially the way that he plays the Buffalo Bills. Well, that's why also you know, having somebody out of the backfield that could be a dual back that you can incorporate in the passing game gives you another big-time weapon. Absolutely. Another big-time weapon. So, it's, it's, you know, we keep having these conversations. Josh Allen, MVP, odds-on favorite to come out of the AFC. You know, AFC is loaded. It's still Kansas City's conference. But it, it, it feels like... We're we're talking. It's almost like the Bills are turning somewhat into like the Dallas Cowboys, the team we talk about hmm. all the time. Okay, that doesn't that gets close, but doesn't get there. I mean, granted, they've gotten closer than the Cowboys, sure, but it feels like that hype that we've typically had towards the Cowboys is now always going towards the Bills. Yeah, we talked about this, and I'm glad Pat Costello put this on the screen. Our producer, if you have a young quarterback in Anthony Richardson, why would you not want to be invested in Jonathan Taylor to I don't help know. him out? Seriously. They think that maybe he can prolong time because of his legs and he can buy you time. Yeah, but that's asking but like, a lot well, of that's, that's why I go back into it like, I think that is their plan. Oh, that's complete. I'm with but, you. So like, I don't think their plan is to let him go, even if they get fair compensation in the first place. It's to say, we did our due diligence. We don't feel like the return we will get for you as an asset will deem us right in the future. And by the way, that being the case, here's what we're willing to offer you. Can't get an offer anywhere else. Yeah, when, when Take no, it or leave it. Yeah, Or don't play. That, that's the one thing. And it goes back to everything you just said about a guy like Jonathan Taylor, a skill set that is necessary, even in modern football, where they're throwing a the ball over the place. That guy fits exactly what you do no matter what team that is. But the NFL also knows. Yeah, go ahead and go ahead and make, go ahead and make a deal. No one is going to buck the mafia. That's the National Football League and the owners group. No owner is going to do that. You could be a piece short of a championship at that position at running back. You can't tell me that if you're the Buffalo Bills 
or the Dallas Cowboys that a guy like that, and you got $19.4 million in salary cap space if you're the Dallas Cowboys, you got a quarterback in Dak Prescott that you believe can get back to whatever level that you know he needs to be. You got a coach that's calling plays now, Mike McCarthy, that wants to run the football more, and you got Tony Pollard. You tell me that you can't pair both of those guys together to make it easier in your quarterback, and they're not going to buck the mafia. That's the mm-hmm. NFL ownership group and making a deal for Jonathan Taylor. Now, just help me uh, kind of do a quick recall here. A co- like a couple of weeks ago, didn't Jim Ir- Irsay say something about Jonathan Taylor? It was like they got into a little bit of a spat. Yeah, they did. Right? And mm-hmm. Jim Irsay made some public statements about it. Yes, he did. I-, I find it funny now that Jim Irsay then comes out. And this is like the genius of Jim Irsay. Like, he took a strong stand, right? And then his statement is, 21 hours ago, Colts owner Jim Irsay admits that he understands what Jonathan Taylor is fighting for. He understands what he's fighting for. Now what they're doing is they're saying, go out into the world. See if you can get what you think you are. By the way, I'm giving you the illusion that you're going out into the world, seeing you thinking what you're actually going to get, what you're valued as. Knowing at the end of the day, you got to come back to me. Mm -hmm. You got to come back to me. I'm going to save face publicly, but it's going to be on my terms. Yeah, believe me. The good fellows at the NFL, the ownership group, you are not beating that good fellas group when it comes to getting what you want, especially being a running back in the NFL. He's Jay Williams. Hit him on Twitter at Real Jay Williams. I'm Freddie Coleman. Hit me up there at Coleman ESPN. Don't forget the phone number as well, the triple eight say ESPN, eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. And I yeah. did take care of Jerry for Christmas, Pat. Oh. Liar. So the truth you, comes out when it comes you to liar. Jerry so, sent me lies, 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 and more lies. lies. Wow. I take care of my people. Wow. So it finally comes out that it's completely true. So that Jay Jerry's, Williams did that. Nope, got Jerry's saying, saying, got hey. Hey. He's Freddy, saying you asked for, for the Venmo. Over, Pat, wow. You're going to run it over. Didn't you're not going to like this. Pat, Pat sorry. Not hey, a thing. Freddie, got to go to break. Wow. There you go. So put it this Freddy, way. Freddie, break. As far as Pat Costello is concerned, when it comes to that, so we got to the truth with Jerry getting the Christmas present Thank from you, Jay Jerry. Williams. Thank Jay you, Williams Jerry. also make sure that it's not going to be attached to the truth about James Harden and his future. Not Keep today, it. damn it, Pat. That's right. Every day, more lies. But we tell the truth next on ESPN Radio and ESPNU. This is ESPN Radio. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small, and when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, 
Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. I feel like I feel like we're at New Year's Eve in New, York, New Jack City right now with Jay Wolf dancing. <laughs> Jay Woods ready coming together with the show for everybody out there. The morning show on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. And don't forget about us on ESPNU. So we got to clear up a couple of things when oh it comes my God. to. Yeah, we got to clear up a couple of things when it comes yeah. to. Starting with Jay Will and Jerry, one of our guys behind the scenes. Now, he got a text from Jerry saying that. So wait, he actually so got it, the Christmas Jay, present that so Pat Costello said that you didn't send him. So wait, so Jerry, that Jerry put me, Pat, and Alan Gates on a text chain. We uh-huh. would have put you, but you don't have an iPhone. Look, so you ruined about, all the about pictures. Had, about had enough of that You're with you now. just a horrible friend. I, I hate friends like you. Um, <laughs> so true. <laughs> it's like when the, when the picture comes up in the pixels, I'm like, oh, damn it, Freddie. Why? Because anyway, it's my phone. I digress. I'm not going down this path with you. You're already taking us into this cave. Jerry puts up a picture of a screen grab of uh, a text from me that says yeah. December 4th. Like, obviously, getting ready for the holidays. Mm-hmm. 2000, right? 22. Um, could you please send me your Venmo? Thank you. Thank you, my man. My man is like my thing that I say to everybody, apparently. Justin Craig is like, oh, everything's my man, my boss. I'm like, yeah, you're my man. Fine. <laughs> Sends me the smiley face and then says, funny business. And then we're talking about, I'm like, I actually did send Jerry money. I feel like a winner. And then we go to break after I call Pat Costello a liar. And then Jerry says, no. Jerry says, no. You asked for my Venmo and then didn't send anything. Oh. Oh. <laughs> That's harsh. That is so, harsh. That is but, harsh. I, I think what had happened was. What had happened was. You know, with Venmo, you hit a certain threshold. Yeah. And I was calling the crew, getting everybody's Venmo, sending them their Christmas present, you know, mm-hmm. saying thank you for a good year. You know, and I, I think that my threshold yeah. got to that point uh-huh. when it came time to send Jerry oh. his package. Right. His European package. Got it. You know, and then <laughs> I forgot. Until Billy, today, so stupid. which is August 22nd, 2023. But yeah. to then make up for things, uh-huh. I just sent Jerry his Christmas present. So it's not a case of, it's more of, goes wrong. Yes, yes that's yes. you. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. It's, is it really a Christmas present at this point? No. <laughs> it's just an August present. It really is. It's more like a June because there's no more no, like thank no, you, Jerry. For yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no, no, because there's no holidays in August. Like there's no holidays in August, so no, there's not Juneteenth well, or Christmas teeth. No, July 4th, like freedom, like it's Jerry miss. It, it, Jerry <laughs> miss. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jerry miss. That works. We too. went about Jerry miss missed us. <laughs> So 
now, 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 Jerry doesn't want to accept the Venmo. Yeah, it's too late. So now, Jerry, I need you to accept. It's not too late. It's never you know too, late. Just no, it's too late. Just send it to me, and I'll get it to him. No, I'm not sending just, you yeah, anything. I'll hold on to it. Yeah, yeah. To, no. to what, December yeah. 4th of 2023? I get third party. Yeah, you know what? Send half of it to Yates, half of it to me, and we'll we'll get it to Jerry. And Jerry will not get the whole thing at all. the deliverables. It's fine. One of the what? Deliverables. I've never heard that term before. Deliverables? The deliverables? I've heard of delivery persons, but never the deliverables. The deliverables. deliverables. It feels like I'm in the Incredibles, like the cartoon. No, that's Yates using the corporate lingo right there for you. Deliverables. I need your 30, 60, 90 day plan. Here, I need any deliverables. You need deliverables? Yes. I, 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 I'm fascinated. That's fantastic. I had never heard that before, the deliverables. Jerry, please accept the Venmo, okay? Just accept the cash. Thank you. I'm a horrible person. I'm We're not, building. Now, now I feel better about the whole phone conversation. You said I was a horrible person Good because girl, I don't have man. an iPhone like everybody else. He's Jay Williams and Freddie Coleman together this morning. Venmo included on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Series X Channel 80 and ESPNU. So we got the truth there. When it comes to Jay, Will, Venmo, and Jerry. We had to Jerry. work it out. Yeah. Yeah. No, you so had process. to work it out. Not we. Oh. You. <laughs> you had to work it out. That's that's a you problem. That's not an us problem. Yeah, I blame it on the pandemic. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Lots happened. Well, everybody's blamed on the pandemic before. It's Why very, not you? It's very blurry. Yeah. <laughs> Things get hazy, yeah, get cloudy. Like, as I lose as track goes. of things quickly. Yeah. I have three kids. Yeah. Oh, that's understandable. Under five. Yeah. And now you're watching them by yourselves with your wife out of town, or whatever she's doing, right? Those poor kids. <laughs> I wouldn't wish that on anybody. My, my, my son got up the other day because my, my, my youngest one, yeah. Penelope, is just like she's crawling around everywhere now. Mm-hmm. Like she's crazy. So I was like, Zane, I need you to sit on the potty, go potty. He's like, I got to go pee. I'm perfect. Go potty. And my yeah. daughter's running around. I go up uh-huh. to go get my daughter, and I turn around. My son is literally walking towards me while pooping. I'm like, no, oh, stay no. in the one place, oh, Zane, no. to alleviate yourself. This is oh, That's the household no. right now. That is the household. That's so, the household. So, so if you were in the household of James Harden, Mm-hmm. With what's going on with him? Oh, I can tell you what happened. Yeah, I'm sure you can. What would be the what? Where's your truthiness with James Harden and Philadelphia and what he said about calling Daryl Morey a liar last Monday, doubling down on Friday, and he's still in Philadelphia, but he wants out of there sooner than later. So everybody's going to talk to you guys out there around how this is going to impact the 76ers and what's Daryl Morey's plan and how he responded to James Harden. That, that's one storyline. Okay. Freddie, where did he say, geographically, where did James Harden say that he will no longer be a part of any organization that Daryl Morey is part of? He was in China when he said that last Monday. Okay. And where did Daryl Morey, a couple of years ago, send out a tweet ah. saying, Free Hong Kong, uh-huh. which turned into a huge mess between one of the biggest TV partners in Tencent right. and the NBA. And the way the Chinese government handled that, I remember because Joe Tsai and Clara Tsai, one of the Brooklyn Nets, they were over in China during one of their exhibition games, right? That's where Kyrie made a quick statement. Kevin Durant was over there. Even how it affected the Houston Rockets right. and them having to cancel the games to come back. Mm-hmm. It turned him into public enemy number one over in China. Did you hear the applause from people when James Harden said that? Did you see how many cases of wine he was able to sell 
bing, 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 like 10, that. 10,000 in an hour. Think about Starberry and his shoe company, Stefan Marbury, and his shoe company. I think he's doing it through yeah. Walmart and one of these other supplier Dwayne chains. Dwayne Wade, what he's been right? able to what do he's over been there. Able to do, think about like Lee Ning and Anta, all these companies. You don't think the next big business for James Harden I is going to say, hey, everybody that. in China, come on my side. I know what it's like to be slighted by public enemy number one. I did He not just know that. made himself a. Uh, uh, a collaborator. He made himself a partner in what he's going to do next. And hmm. by the way, you don't think James Harden can make a cool $30, $40 million playing for one season over in China? He could probably be more than that. that. He could probably make Think more about than that, that for where he's going to move forward if he doesn't have a position in the league. Wow. Well done. Jay Will. Business move, man. Great stuff. That, that, that was, you know what? That, that, that's truthiness. You get a hand for that. That is Thank complete you. truthiness when it comes to putting that out there, spitting those facts about James Harden. He's Jay Williams and Freddie Cohen. Thanks for joining us this morning on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and ESPNU. One coach can impact the entire college football season, how it plays out, but he won't be around for the beginning of it. This is ESPN Radio. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Jay Williams, Freddie Coleman together this morning on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app and ESPNU presented by Ryobi. The Ryobi is awesome and let me tell you why. This Saturday may clean up ease with the Ryobi 18-volt 1-plus cordless leaf blower from the Home Depot. I want to read you something real quick to get you ready for college football that starts four days from now. I'm ready for upsets and overtimes. Late nights, late flights, Heisman hopefuls, replays, and long Saturdays. Bring on the college football playoff, the rivalries, the fans, the bands, and jam-packed stands. I'll take the bulls, even the cold. From the first step to the last, hang on, it goes fast. That was a fantastic tweet put out there by Heather Dinich, ESPN College Football senior writer here on social media at CFB Heather. Can't wait to talk about her with college football and Jim Harbaugh. But Heather, before we get started, I got to talk about that tweet. Where did that come from that you posted so greatly on your Twitter handle not too long ago? (laughs) Let me tell you, this is what happens. I went on vacation last week, and then when I come home from vacation in the summer, I wake up Monday morning, and I'm like, let's go, man. I am ready for college football. I had my coffee, and I was just like, are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? So I'm, I'm so excited. And I spent this whole summer talking about realignment and there's been all this off-field stuff and I just want to talk some ball but I know we got to talk about Michigan because Harbaugh's Harbaugh <laughs> so let, let's leave with that Heather okay like and, and then we can get into all the the meat and the potatoes of it but what do you think about Michigan's self-imposed three-game suspension 
Well, I think it's uh, proactive, right, because they know something bigger could be coming down. But here's the reality of the situation is that we're talking about three straight home games. Mm -hmm. Even if it was four, it's four straight home games. And it's not against one Power 5 opponent. It's against East Carolina, UNLV, (laughs) Bowling Green, and that's the three, right? But then they play Rutgers. So, I mean, here's the reality. He's coaching during the week. You and I could probably get there on the sideline and get them through these first three games, guys, right? I mean, you know, so, okay. But I think it's it's a very serious response to a very serious level one violation allegation. Um, so, you know, this, this isn't something that's going to keep them out of the college football playoff. It's not something that's going to keep them out of the Big Ten championship game if they're good enough to get there, and I think they are. But I think it's another spotlight on Michigan, which has had multiple off-field issues going on. Heather, this is just me. Um, and I know how the NCAA looks at things, which I think are just absurd, which is truly why I feel like we're, we're, we're moving past the point of the NCAA. Is it is it a serious allegation? Like, is, is what Harbo did, is it – like that serious in your opinion well if it if it's the allegation is related to impermissible on and off campus recruiting during the covid-19 dead dead period and impermissible coaching activities and oh, then i know but that isn't that what every coach does heather <clears throat> You know what I, I I know I'm pushing back here. I'm pushing back because maybe I'm just laying too much stuff out there because I know too much. Like, well, you know what well, I mean? we, we could certainly throw college coaches under the bus from coast to coast. Yes, <laughs> we could true. certainly sure. do that. For, yeah, for multiple things. But to top it off is the fact that the allegation that he was not cooperating with the NCAA. Now, if he believes that he did not do anything, like, I don't know about you guys, but one of the things that makes my blood boil more than anything else is to somebody accuse me of something that I did not do. Right. And I will never say I did something if I didn't do it. Hell no, right? So there are always two sides to every story, but that is what takes it to another level is the allegation that he's not cooperating with all of this. Um, so I don't think this is going to have a resolution until 2024. Wow. Uh, at least that's what my colleague Pete Samuel is reporting. So it could be a while before we figure out, you know, the nitty gritty of, of what really happened and what the actual repercussions are going to be. Always great stuff by Heather Dennis, ESPN college football senior writer, hit her on Twitter at CFB Heather, joining Freddie Cohen and Jay Williams on ESPN radio, the ESPN app, and also ESPNU. Greg Sankey, SEC commissioner, he has some interesting things to say yesterday about that everybody may have to rethink college football, the playoffs, due to realignment because the Pac-12 is not going to be around, and we know that the top six teams are going to get a bye. Then you got the other six at large teams and everything like that. How do you see that playing out when it seems like we're not going to have a Pac-12, but we may want to maybe three or four super conferences? So it's going to start next week, these discussions and conversations in Dallas. Excuse me. Big surprise. I'm going to Dallas next week, or I'm going to lobular outside the CFP meeting. And it's going to be fascinating because this is going to be the first time that, to my understanding, all the FBS commissioners are going to be there. Um, I think Notre Dame Athletic Director Jack Swarbrick is going to be there. He's on the CFP Management Committee as well. They're going to be in a room together after everybody just, you know, swap teams around and I don't know how this is going to play out emotionally in that room. It's going to be some difficult conversations, but 
Greg Sankey has been public in saying that they have to reevaluate it because if you're the Big Ten and the SEC and you're growing to 16, 18 teams, sure, you want more of your teams in that conference. And I think if you look back at last year's top 25, if they were to do it, just the top 12 teams without conference champions in there, I mean, without guarantees for conference champions, I should say, you're mm-hmm. looking at in college football playoffs as basically a, a Big Ten SEC showdown. Wow. So – there are going to be, there's going to be a lot of pushback in that room from the other commissioners. I promise you that, a lot of pushback. And if there were a model that they could come to an agreement on, my best guess is it would be five plus seven, meaning the five highest-ranked conference champions plus the next seven highest-ranked teams. I, my guess is that's the compromise that they wind up with, but I don't think they're going to come up with an answer next week. I think they're going to probably they have another meeting in Chicago in late September, uh, and I think that those discussions will continue into there, but they definitely have to start. And we don't know if the Pac-12 is completely evaporated mm-hmm. yet. They, everybody's waiting to see what happens with Cal and Stanford. And my understanding from sources is that they have another meeting with the ACC okay. today. Um I still believe that the most logical conclusion to all this is Oregon and Oregon State, excuse me, Oregon State and Washington State wind up in the Mountain West. I do not know what happens with Cal and Stanford. Why do you think Oregon ends up in the Mountain West? I'm sorry. I said Oregon State. Oh, Oregon oh, okay. State and Washington okay, yeah, State. Oregon's going say, okay, to the Big yeah, Ten. Big Ten, okay. Right. Uh, Heather, real quick, because we, we got about you know 30 seconds left. I am curious, who do you think is the biggest threat? Like, who are the biggest threats to Georgia? This season, Georgia. That's exactly right. But I mean, the reality is LSU, Tennessee, because they got to play at Tennessee. Yeah. Ohio State almost beat them. That was the best game I saw last year. Even um, with the quarterback situation up in the air for Ryan Day and company. I mean, I don't know what. Yeah, I mean, look, choice. I'm picking Michigan to win the Big Ten on paper right now because of JJ McCarthy and, and Blake Corum. But Ohio State has a razzle dazzle. They got all the skill players. Yeah. Uh, you know, Michigan's blue collar, but they got the experience at QB. That's why I'm going with them. But when you're talking about matching up with Georgia, <clears throat> Ohio State has the talent to do it. Yeah, no doubt. Well, I will say this. Keep an eye September 30th at Auburn. Hugh Freeze's first year. Loves big games like that. That could be a potential upset special involving Georgia. Heather, great stuff as always, my friend. And let's go with college football four days away. Thank All you so right, much. Heather, you take care, Heather. Let's go, Thank Heather. You guys, let's go. Amen to that. Heather Dennich, ESPN College Football Senior, right here on social media at CFB. Heather joining Freddie Cohen and Jay Williams. Thanks for joining us this morning on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, as well as ESPNU. We're going to tell you which quarterback has the most approved this season. And Jay is cutting some big, big money, apparently, to one of his co-workers. What's next? This is ESPN Radio. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. 
Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Lala J. Williams. Oh, he's gone there. And he's taking me and you with him. I'm Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us this morning on ESPN Radio as well as the ESPN app. Series X Channel 80. And don't forget about us on ESPNU presented by Progressive Insurance. Don't forget the phone number as well. Triple eight say ESPN 888-729-3776. Watching last night's Washington Commanders game in the preseason. I never look at score. I could care less. I know the Commanders won the game against the Baltimore Ravens. They were celebrating like they won their first world championship since the 1990s. I get it. When you're now post-Dan Snyder, any victory is a victory. Now that he's no longer in charge of things. But I looked at their quarterback in Sam Howell. And you made the point about a couple hours ago about preseason football. I don't know what he has to prove this year, but the fact that so many people are going to dissect what he did in the preseason game is magnificent and frightening at the same time, no matter what quarterback, but especially that guy who's only started one game in his NFL career. So uh, thinking of Sam Howell, you know, we talk all the time about where you get drafted matters. And I know people hear me say that and they think, well, a guy is still making, you know, three, four or five million dollars a year. Who cares where you really get drafted? But mm-hmm. if you pay attention to the details about any industry mm-hmm. that you partake in, the details matter because that can translate to success earlier or later or failure. Right. So the fact that Sam Howe now, when they're, cleaning the house with Joshua Harris as a new owner of the Commanders, with a guy like Eric Bieniemy, where there's something to prove, with a guy like Ron Rivera, who people have on the hot seat right. about trying to figure out the situation, what a great situation to get drafted into to play for. Sure. Because now you're like, I have weapons. I'm in the NFC least, Right. Well, like, not anymore. They're not. They're not about being, yeah, they're about I, being an NFC beast. Agrees, but I hear you. Agrees. But like if every single year, the winner feels like it changes. Absolutely, it's, it's a rotating like theme, right? So like it just gives us thoughts right in the beginning. Why couldn't we be the team to win it? Even though you know they're not the, the favorite. Obviously, the Eagles are. But you're looking at Dallas, saying, okay, like Dallas is right there, but it feels like they're beatable. The Giants, they're good, but it feels like they're beatable. There are no home run teams not named Kansas City, in my opinion, in the NFL. That's what I'm saying. So, like, what a great position to be in if you're Sam Howe. I'm not saying it's going to pan out. Right. I don't know what it's going to look like. But he's talented. It's yes. not like there's not talent there. Yeah, there. He's shown the ability that he can run around and make plays. You write about who he has with Joshua Dotson. Hopefully, Terry McLaurin is going to be healthy. Yes. He has suffered an ankle injury. They don't think the it's going to be. defense has a lot to prove. Yeah, the defense, I think, is going to be. All, I think all four defenses in that division have the ability to be potential top 16 defenses. Washington, that front four, can get after people. We know what Dallas can do with Micah Parsons. The Eagles led the NFL last year in sacks with 72. The Giants continue to get better and better and better on defense. Kayvon Thibodeau, I think, is going to be fantastic this year in, his, in, his, in the, another year with the New York Giants. So all those defenses are going to make things very, very difficult, whether you're Jalen Hurts in Philadelphia Dak Prescott in Dallas, Daniel Jones in New York, and Sam Howell in Washington. By the way, real quick, we talked about this as well with Jalen Hurts, the quarterback of the Philadelphia Eagles. 
Very interesting article in Sports Illustrated. And let me dig it out right now as I look at my phone and have it right now. And the title of the article is, when it comes to Jalen Hurts, it is called, He is the Most Intentional Superstar in Sports. And that's the title of the SI.com article that came out that was written by Greg Bishop. And it's something. What what do you mean? Can't say he's the most intentional. I think he's. Yeah. One of the most intentional. Okay. I think the most intentional superstar in sports is LeBron James. Okay. Well, the reason he describes that is when the Eagles quarterback makes a plan and he makes plenty, he tends to follow through. That's bad news for the NFL because he's got his sights set on bringing Philly another Lombardi trophy. Yeah. I, look, I, I don't question Jalen Hurts' intention on how he's going about getting his contract and the money guaranteed Mm -hmm. and how that sets the team up for success. When I think about intention for Jalen Hurts, I think he is an all-female staff. His agent, Nicole Lynn, is now the president of Clutch Sports and Football. Uh, His whole team, from marketing to PR uh, to community service, it's all incredibly brilliant women. Like, that's done with intention. Like, a lot of times when you get drafted, whatever situation, or even the fact that his father is a big-time high school football coach, right? doesn't seem yeah. like those are storylines that are told about Jalen Hurts. That didn't really come to fruition until they got to the Super Bowl, right. and then all of a sudden that became a story. But I think how you enter the draft and how you enter your first couple of years, people try to strategize. Mm-hmm. People try to say, here are the potholes. Here are, here's how I like to play chess. But so much of your attention is just based upon – on the court or on the field play, right? And you kind of let those things sit, right? Everybody tells you, well, just focus on the field and the rest will take care of itself. And here's a young man saying, no, I'm going to be intentional with what I want to build mm-hmm. and how I build it. And there's room for me to do both. I can focus on the field and I can focus on how I want to build off on the field with these people with that type of intention. Because, I applaud yeah, that. Yeah, no doubt, because lack of focus is not part of his DNA when it comes to Jalen Hurts. Well, I, I think when people say, I'm just focused on the field, I'm like, first off, that's a cliche. And secondly, that sounds lazy. That's lazy, right? Like, So if I'm dedicating eight hours, like, I, let's say I sleep for 10 hours. 10 hours, that's a lot of time, right? Mm-hmm. I still have 14 hours left in my day. So let, let's say that I, I'm going to dedicate eight hours to my craft, eight a day, which most people can barely dedicate five or six, right? Eight. I still have six hours left in my day. What am I doing with six hours? I can't take an hour, two hours to dedicate. Who are the most competent people around me to help me build out my team? What endorsement? Like, what are the brands? Right. And I'm sorry I'm taking people to do the exercise. No, that's fine. But literally, like, take us there. what are the brands I like to rock? Right, like I, I love Yetis. I lose five Yetis almost every six months. I just misplace them. I always end up getting a Yeti. Why don't I have a Yeti deal? Why am I not building content around Yeti? Like, why can't they be sponsoring like what I'm doing with my next uh, thought process around like what I'm doing next or a Super Bowl or playoffs? I can't put a Yeti on the table. Like I've seen players try to. So like, if if you're being intentful with the way you're building out your business, yeah. your business is your portfolio. It's on the field and off the field, and that's what Jalen Hurts is doing. It's a great article written by Greg Bishop titled "Jalen Hurts is Philly's New Fresh Prince." He's even dressed like he the is, Fresh man. Prince. It's a really cool cover. But he also said he's the most intentional superstar in sports. I will say this: Jay Wins, Freddie Coleman together this morning on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and ESPNU. I think he's the quarterback that has more pressure than anybody else. 
even more so than Dak Prescott in Dallas, even more so than Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City. Because now we look you at think, Jalen. You think more than Josh Allen? More than Josh Allen because Jalen Hurts at least has gotten close. It took a superhuman effort for Patrick Mahomes on one leg to keep that guy from being a champion, to mm. keep the Eagles from being a champion. And Jalen Hurts seems to be the kind of guy that when a barrier is thrown in front of him, he'll find a way to get around it. He knows how close he was to taking down the biggest, baddest boy in the NFL jungle when it comes to Patrick Mahomes, and he believes that we got a team better than that. I think having that, and it's so hard to get back there, Jay, Yeah, that's why I think it's even more than Dak Prescott. That guy has the most pressure any quarterback in the NFL. It's my this personal season. feeling, Freddie. Yeah. It feels like instead of looking at Jalen Hurts relating the word pressure to him, okay. it's almost I find myself rooting for him oh, more. Like I root for Josh Allen, but I, I've seen it over time mm-hmm. how that pressure has accumulated. Right. I don't know if that amount of time has passed for it to be that, to that point. I get it. That is that much pressure. But I hear what you're saying. It makes sense when you say it out loud. Yeah. So, no, if I feel that way. I hear you. We'll get our feelings about higher expectations involving Justin Fields and Jordan Love. That's next. This is ESPN Radio. More next 